Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, your host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Lauren Varlack. Lauren is a branding designer, strategist, and educator for Brand Your Flavor, an entrepreneurial movement for Black women entrepreneurs to use their own cultural aesthetic and personalities within their branding and visual branding for their business. She possesses a bachelor's degree in visual communications and digital design, as well as a bachelor's degree in social sciences with a concentration in secondary education. Lauren has used the Brand Your Flavor system to create authentically branded businesses for over 10 years, and she is currently using this system to provide valuable knowledge and strategies to her group of over 700 entrepreneurs who are all women of color. Her popular quiz, Brand Your Flavor, found on brandyourflavor.com, has thousands of women entrepreneurs who own their sparkling personality and uses it to brand themselves and live their biggest dreams. I introduce to you all, Lauren Varlack. Hello, Lauren. Hey, hi, I'm excited. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you are so, 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 so welcome. It's just amazing how, you know, I can come in contact with so many various people just through this podcast. And, and I'm sure they're all out here touching people every single day with what they love to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah, I love the fact that podcasting has been able to just bridge the gap and open the global village. It's really cool. I love it. Yes, it is so awesome. It is so awesome. But of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Lauren, what is your definition of purpose? Oh, that's a good one. Good <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so purpose. Purpose for me is the God in us, the, mm-hmm. truth, the source, having the ability to have choice of the life of living uh, happily for ourselves and then Mm -hmm. putting that out to help others. That's a good one. And, you know, that was really like short and sweet because even though this is the eighth episode of the podcast, you know, everyone gives their definition, but all of them pretty much sounds the same. Like everyone can have a variation of words, but they all ultimately have the same answer. Mm, That is awesome. That is awesome. So, it, it, you know, that goes to show that, you know, that system of the creator or the source the universe or, you know, however everyone wants to call it, but I call it the I am. The God within us, it shows that, you know, we it's living and it's an everlasting thing that and it's continuous throughout everyone. So that's cool to see. Yes. Awesome. So, Lauren, how did you get inspired to do what you do today? Oh, yeah. I always love computers and I love drawing and I love teaching. (laughs) (laughs) But um, as far as design and so forth and how Brand Your Flavor came to be, I was in doing stationery. I actually did like wedding stationery and so forth. Yes, I did wedding stationery for a while and it was nice. 
and so forth. It was okay, but I wasn't feeling it because I was just doing average stationery. It was just like stationery that you was just, you know, you would see on Etsy and so forth. I felt a part of me was missing in it. I felt like I was just doing it for doing its sake. And um, for that instance, I was involved in a relationship. And um, the person, you know, I was talking to that person, the guy, and, he, uh, you know, relaying my information. I'm like, okay, well, I'm really not feeling this. I really want to put, you know, a spin on this and really niche it down to, you know, present African-based or Afrocentric stationery. Mm-hmm. And what he told me was like, nobody's going to purchase that. If you want to get this successful, you're going to have to make sure that white people purchase it. Really? Yeah. And I was like, so what now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was taken aback from it. And I'm like, what? And yeah, he was like, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, well, but, you know, if you want people to buy your stuff, you're going to have to make sure that you get white people to buy it, too. And I'm like, uh, so I'm like, OK, I did it. I completely whitewashed, you know, no pun intended, but right. I completely yeah, um, just, you know, made everything commercialized. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like the worst decision I ever made because I completely just collapsed and everything just fell through. And I was not I felt defeated. I felt depressed. I felt like I wasn't myself. Everything was not fitting in right. And I just said, you know what? I'm done. I quit. This is not it. (laughs) And from that point, I had to, I decided, you know what? In order for me to make this business work, I have to make me work. Yeah. Yeah. And from there, I decided, okay, well, let me see exactly what it is that I want. Not why is this happening to me, but what is it that I want? And I started journaling and started going through it. And as time progressed and so forth, I realized, oh, this is what I want. What I want is to talk to people that look like me that is going through the same thing that I went through that feel like when they're working in their business, that they feel like they're completely lost, that they don't know whether they're up and down, where their mission is or where their purpose is in that environment. And I realized that that was the journey that I'm supposed to go on. And when I created the quiz and all of that stuff, it came out from me searching about myself and my personalities and the journey that I went through for each phase of my businesses. and those personalities came through in the quiz and that's how Brian Your Flavor came about. I didn't realize it was going to be that successful for me, but I'm thankful that it is. That is awesome. You know, everyone has a a trial that they have to go through to get where they are today. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it was a trial. It was heart-wrenching. It was a lot. And God knows, you know, just being able to search within myself, you know, I believe everything has purpose and reason. Yeah. And there was a reason for me to go through what I went through, go through the relationship that I went through because it was toxic and um, go through the pains that I went through trying to figure out what exactly did I want in my life and what my life's supposed to feel like for me. And knowing that there's other women out there that looks like me, that feels like me, that has that cultural beingness that blackness that we possess and 
we feel like we have to retreat every single time. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's enough. <laughs> we need we need to stop it. That's enough. That's enough of hiding. And I was like, I told myself, that's enough of hiding. I'm not hiding anymore. Yep. That is amazing. So, you know, as a child, we have different role models and mentors, you know, people that we look up to. Did mm-hmm. you have a role model or mentor that you looked up to, you know, when you were younger and did it change over the years? Yeah, actually, when I was growing up, I had a teacher. I had two teachers, actually. One teacher was my cultural literacy teacher. He was a white guy and he was the sweetest white guy ever. <laughs> I, grew up, I grew up in the Caribbean. So, you know, in the Virgin Islands in St. Thomas, big up to okay. the that's listening. But yeah, in the, uh, my cultural literacy teacher, he opened up the, the door for me to explore history and really explore it and really dive deep into worlds that, you know, I wouldn't have known. And he was really just a genuinely great man that really wanted to see the kids educated and just, you know, have our eyes opened up to the possibilities of learning. So he was one of those that when I was growing up, it was really a great um, role model. And then also I had a music teacher in my same high school. She was, you know, Afrocentric. She taught us everything that there was for Caribbean culture to Virgin Islands culture to African culture. African songs and folk dances and just opened up my eyes a lot to appreciate my culture. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I loved her for that because that, that made me grounded in who I was and who I am actually. And then over the years, <laughs> as I grow into learning about entrepreneurship and business and so forth, I genuinely admire Michael Jackson as a, as a business <laughs> <person>. <laughs> He is one of the biggest, like, I, I, if they have to be a fan, I would say yeah, I'm like a super duper fan of Michael Jackson. <laughs> Listen, I've had a variation of people on that question, but this was a good one. I never heard. Now, I did have someone, you know, mention a couple artists because, you know, that person used to be like a music artist. So, you know, they were talking about, you know, how they looked up to different artists and things of that sort. But yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he he was very smart in the way that he was able to own, eventually own his own creations and just the way that he created his music. It wasn't where, you know, he thought about what other people think. It was just that he had this message and he was going to put it out there regardless of what other people think. Exactly. And it, you know, people just resonated with it. I love it. Yes. He he definitely was, you know, a trendsetter. He was Mm -hmm. a trendsetter. He was iconic. He was a humanitarian. So he had different lanes that, you know, he was able to you know, stamp his uh his path with and be able to, you know, make that clear. Like there is only one Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like is no other right. duplicates out here. And right. what people have to understand, you have to set yourself apart from everyone else. You know, there are different businesses that people can get into that is very lucrative and very popular right now, but you have to understand that, yes, it might be a thousand people who sell hair and a thousand people who do lashes, but what sets you apart from everyone else is what's going to make you different and make you 
you know, prosper and be able to stand out in front of everyone else. Exactly. And that's something that I teach like over and over and over again, because, you know, I hear it in my community that all oh, this market is so oversaturated. I'm like, there's no such thing as oversaturated. It's just you haven't found your space yet. You just need to find your space. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard, I've probably heard this on a cartoon somewhere because my kids, you know, <laughs> watch cartoons all the time with them. But <laughs> it was some cartoon that mentioned that Adams, even that there's, even though they think that there's no space or nothing to go through, that the, there's a smallest space for the tiniest atom to slip through. Even though you may think that there's four walls, there's always a small space for something to slide through. It could be light, it could be whatever it is, but the tiniest atom. So if that can fit through a space, then why can't you? You have to just find your space. That's it. Yep, that's the truth. So what do you feel was your biggest challenge in order to get where you are today? And basically, how did you overcome that? My biggest challenge was learning to say no. Mm, That's a good one. Yes, learning to say no. I had to learn to say no because I had to learn, and I'm still learning to say no. Mm-hmm. It's not a, I, I want to put that out there that it's not something that, oh, you do it and it's finite and it's going to happen and boom, it just happens that way and it's all gravy. No, it takes time. It takes, this is a journey process here. <laughs> but I had to learn how to say no. I had to learn how to say no to stand up for things that I wanted. In life and in business, I just had to learn to say, no, this is the people that I want to serve in my business. No, I don't want to do (laughs) web design or I don't want to do this type of design. I don't want to do social media. I don't want to do this. You know, I had to really learn to stand up and say, no, these are the principles that I have in my brand. These are the people who I serve. If this is not what you stand for, this is not what you're looking for, that's okay. I'm not offended. I can find you someone else that may help you and serve you, but I'm not the one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And yeah, it's just learning that ability in life and in business, knowing when to say no and to stand for who I am. And that was the biggest factor that helped just change the the trajectory of my my business and my life overall. That is amazing. Yeah, I had to learn the same thing, Lauren. And I'm still (laughs) learning. Like you said, it's an ongoing process. Yeah, it is. We're human. I mean, you know, if we were perfect, then we wouldn't exist. Exactly. Because, yeah, there's no such thing as perfection. So, you know, we all are learning progress. I'm here to say it. I'm not perfect. I'm not out here, like, making billions of dollars, dropping you know, making it rain and stuff, but I'm still trying to figure it out. But I'm glad that I have the tools and resources that I can go to to help me learn as best as I can. Exactly. So being a visual brand designer, how do you help your clients achieve the results that they desire? Awesome. As far as getting their visions to be seen, Mm -hmm. because at first, and this is the thing that this is okay a visual branding design i'm gonna tell y'all my pet peeve (laughs) (laughs) and try not and hopefully y'all learn i hope y'all learn y'all please go to the gods y'all learn 
don't think when you're starting your business or even if you're starting a new brand or what have you, don't think about doing logos and a website. You know, don't think about that first. Don't think about that first. That's not the most important thing. If I, when I start a brand or if I'm helping out a brand, the biggest thing that I can do for that brand is to make sure that their messaging is crystal clear mm-hmm. to whomever that you want to talk to. Because once I understand what your message is and who exactly that you're talking to, the rest, the logo, the, the graphics, all of that stuff comes all together really quickly. So, for example, if a person wants to have a business that is a dog and they they call themselves a dog whisperer, why in the world would they want to whisper to cat? <laughs> It wouldn't make sense. Why would I go ahead and create graphics that would have cats on them? It would totally lose their audience because they are dog whisperers. They're speaking to dogs, the people that own dogs. Right. So I wouldn't go ahead and put graphics with cats on it. Right? Mm-hmm. Same thing if they are a cat whisperer, a horse whisperer, anybody that whispers, you know, what have you. But <laughs> the question is, if you have a dog whisper and you have the, you know, you have your niche, then why are you thinking that you have to whisper to everybody? Mm-hmm. You, can't, you just can't. You have to figure out exactly who you want to whisper to. And then the visuals, the way you see whom you're whispering to is going to come out on paper and on the web and so forth. So that's what I help people do. And I've helped people do that for a long time. So I, I'm they love it and I love it. So I'm good to go. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Cause you have people who are literally all over the place. And I tell people all the time because you do, you know, similar work. So I'm mm. like, listen, you have to understand first why you want to do it. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing because you can't spend money and put time into something that you hate to do, especially if yeah. you're trying to be an entrepreneur. So you have to make right. sure that you know what your purpose is in doing what you want to do. This is something that you love to do, you're passionate about, and you have to make sure that those things align up. Like you said, before you start putting the visuals to it, that's just right. the brand identity. We're talking about creating a brand. The brand is what people experience, what people will always remember, what people will always support. And people fail to understand that they can't put the pieces together. <laughs> Right. It's like, um, you know, they work in behind backwards, you know, ask backwards. But, I, you know, I said you can't do that. You can't work backwards in this sense, because if people just seeing the visuals and, you know, then they have a question mark. They're like, who are you talking to? The communication is, is gone. You have to find your, your special way of communicating visually. Yes, for sure. And please make sure that that matches up as well, because I've seen some things, but you know what? They didn't call me and ask me for no help. So I'm not going to say anything at all. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. Do you. When you ready. (laughs) Right. Exactly. That's how I feel. I'm so sure in life you have come across many successes. And I would like to know, what is your meaning of success? And what would you consider to be your current biggest success? And it can be personal or business related. Oh, I love that question. My personal definition of success is living your most fulfilled, happy life 
and sharing that life to help others fulfill theirs. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) If you like, that's it. But yes, that's true. Like, you know, like if you have the keys and the tools to be able to be successful and, you know, you went through whatever you had to go through to fulfill that successful um, part of your life, it's fine to be able to share that with others and make people feel like they're a part of your journey. I realized Mm -hmm. that during, you know, the time of my, you know, my entrepreneurship, it's great when you involve people because people can feel like, oh, you know, I was a part of that. Or, you know, if I'm doing a t-shirt design and I say, you know, I want to release these two designs, what do y'all think about it? And, you know, they'll give their feedback and stuff because ultimately, you are wearing the product, but other people are wearing the product. So mm-hmm. you want to be able to make sure it's something that people, you know, will like, will always tell other people about it and all that right. good stuff. So, yeah, definitely I feel like bringing people into that and sharing that goodness with other people is um, very important. The, the key thing is to not let people use you because yeah. people will definitely use you for everything that you know. Right, they would. And that's when if when you you feel that inside of you when you're being used and you know that when you feel that you feel like, okay, well, right now I'm not feeling my best self. I'm not feeling my happiest self. And to me, when you're feeling that then you're not living in your success. If when you're able to feel that, hey, I'm living my best life here. I'm living a life where I feel happy. I'm helping others around me feel that same happiness that I'm feeling. And, you know, you're seeing people grow and and thrive. To me, that's the best form of success that you could ever have in life. And it doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be, you know, material based. If that's for you, that's fine. But, you know, live your life to the fullest. And that's all you can do in this life is living your life to the fullest and making sure that you're happy with it and it doesn't hurt or harm you or anyone else. Yeah. I think that's a great idea of success. And for me, my success is my business and my kids. I think having my two boys and being able to raise them to be great citizens and just, you know, great black men. And then also, you know, having a business and a career that I love, it would be, it's super awesome. And it's just, I just look forward to seeing the possibilities. Yes. Yeah. And it's going to continue to, to grow over the years to come. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. are some ways you practice self-care and self-love? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it now. I'm working on it. <laughs> but for real, for my self-care and self-love usually comes in the form of journaling. It comes in the form of singing. My shower and me have a concert <laughs> every day. I'm live at the Apollo in my shower every day. <laughs> and um, just uh, being able to listen. I'm a, I love, I'm a creative, so I love music. I love the arts. So anything that comes with painting or drawing or Anything with music that I can just zone out and be on my own, my own little space that for me is self-love. And then also getting my thoughts down on paper, mm-hmm. writing, you know, writing stories, writing about my life, right? Just, it's, I just love it. And that, that for me is a form of self-love and self-care for me, just to have that time and zone out. <laughs> 
Yes, we all need it. You know, we are so busy with, you know, pouring into other people or not making that time for ourselves because we're busy working, you know, whether you're working nine to five or your business or you being a mother or shoot, even in relationships, you know, you can get absorbed with that as well. And you don't set aside that time to kind of like refuel or, you know, revive yourself. So everyone, of course, is going to have different ways that they can, you know, pour back into themselves where they can put themselves mentally, physically and spiritually and also emotionally back into a space where they feel comfortable. Yes. Yes, definitely. And yeah, those are mine. I just love being creative and any ability that allows me to be creative. That's my that's for me thinking God is physically hugging me. Mm. Yeah. I like that. God is physically hugging me. I'm going to have to use that one day. <laughs> use it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a resource that you use every single day in your life or in your business that you cannot live without? Oh, <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think. Okay. I know my phone because <laughs> I just have to have, because, you know, with my social media and stuff, I just, I have to have that. But, oh, I guess I would also have to say my pens, my pen, my pens and pencils, my markers, and like a notepad or a sketch pad just so I can write things down. Because right. if I don't have those, yeah, I'll be like frantically searching for stuff and yeah, I have to have something where I'm always writing something down. So I have a notebook that I have specifically for teaching and then I have my sketchbook and then, yeah. So I have to have like, and it has to be different color pens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to have different color pens because every color means something and I have my marker. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds crazy, but yeah, that's. That's no, but art. that's true. You know, if if those are the things that you need, those are the things that you need. You know, I've heard Bibles, I've heard calendars, I've heard planners, I've heard iPads. So everyone has different things, you know, that they need every day, especially like if you're, you know, like you said, like you're really a creative preneur. So you're always going to be in that element sometime. At some time of the day, you'll be in that element. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's good to like have those essentials that you need to be able to, you know, be productive. Yeah, definitely. I have, yeah, I have to live with colored pens and markers and it has to be good markers. Can't be no, you know, <laughs> no plain stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for our listeners, do you have any upcoming events or projects in the making that our listeners need to look out for? Oh, yes. I have Brand Flavor University, which I call BFU. Mm-hmm. And Brand Flavor University is basically me sharing everything that I know about visual design and branding in in a learning platform. So, And then also offering templates and kits that are really, really super specific to a person's brand flavor. So... For example, in Brand Flavor U, which will be launching really soon, if you're a soul sister, because these are the brand flavors that I have, if you're a soul Ooh, sister... That, or this, this is going to be for me, because I took the quiz the other day, and it told me I was a soul sister. Yes! <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yay! Yeah, so for a soul sister, 
like you would basically have your own course that is dedicated to help you brand yourself as a soul sister. Mm. So everything in there is dedicated to using the messaging and the graphics and the resources and the tools that are specifically designed for a soul system message. So I think that's going to be really awesome. And, you know, also I'll be having branding, um, branding boards or branding templates from the logo design to the color scheme, to the patterns and, you know, graphic suggestions and so forth. So you'll have that available as a member for purchase that is specific to your brand flavor. So if you're a soul sister, you're going to have color suggestions or color um, a branding boards specifically for your soul sisterly loving warmness that you won't find anywhere else. That is dope. I like that. Yeah, you have to keep me posted when um when you launch. So, you know, yeah. I can participate. Yes, yes, ma'am. And, you know, for my members, they're going to be able to have a specific um, members, you know, fair or members uh, price because they are members. And those that are not members, well, you can join as a member, <laughs> but you'll get the full price. But, yeah, it'll be nice to join as a member so that you can get all the benefits of learning how to use the branding boards effectively. Oh, that's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. So how can our listeners find you on social media? Oh, awesome. You can find me on Facebook, Brand Your Flavor. I also have the free a free Facebook group, Brand Your Flavor. Uh, you can find me on my website, brandyourflavor.com. That's where you can take my free personality quiz, and it will let you know exactly how to craft your message based on who you are. You know, just as a black woman, as a, you know, loving, warm, sassy, just awesome black woman, you learn how to use that and really build a business that is niched and thrives among the throngs of people. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Brandy Flavor. And I also have my podcast, uh, Brandy Flavor Podcast as well. So you can find me on the Brandy Flavor Podcast as well. So. <laughs> Yes, y'all. You see that? She's bringing flavor everywhere. <laughs> Make it global. <laughs> yes, brings your flavor. And that is brand yeah, Y-A. Not your. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I never in my life, I, you, heard, you heard the accent, yeah. I never in my life said your. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I'm teaching, I don't say your. I say your. <laughs> but that that's what makes you different <laughs> right exactly so that's how i did it i was like if i'm gonna put out a brand i gotta be me so that's how it came out <laughs> it works so before we leave today is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners that you feel would be a valuable tool in bossing up oh yeah um two things be yourself unapologetically be yourself i don't care don't look at other people and other brands or other businesses and thinking oh they look so nice i wish my th-. no 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 do you do what you got to do do how you do even if it takes you 15 years 20 years still just keep going and do it the best way that you know how to do because at the end of the day the people that are really for you 
are going to be there and they're going to support you long and short. And then number two, just trust in your messaging and make sure that your brand has the principles and values that we, that you stand for. Because in this day and age and in the way that branding and marketing is trending, uh, brands are going to have to face the fact that they have to stand for something and they have to help out the communities that they are part of. So having having principles and values embedded in your brand about who you stand for is going to be key to making sure that you're successful and you're thriving in the long run. That's good. I love it. So I hope everyone who was listening jotted down everything she was talking about. Make sure that you guys follow her on all her social media platforms. And I'm sure she will be giving away like some good tips and ways that you can brand your flavor. Yes, ma'am. I thank you, Lauren, for being on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Awesome. I'm glad to be here. I love it. It was such an awesome experience. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. And for all my listeners, thank you for tuning in on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.